0: Hi, my name's Jenny, and welcome to Solid Radio. We've got another exclusive interview here for you. How many of you have heard of Mr. Sainsbury's, aka Garfi? He has over 7,000 fans on Facebook and delighted shoppers at his local Sainsbury's in Ely by greeting them in the aisles or sometimes hopping onto their cars whilst they are unloading their shopping. Word has it also that he's received proposals of marriage from the USA. Sadly, Garfield passed away in 2019, but we're here talking to Kate, who is going to tell us all about Garfield and the charity page set up in his memory benefiting the Cats Protection League, which raised £2,000 in the first two months after his death. Hi, Kate, and welcome to Solid Radio. Hi, Jenny. Yes, thank you so much for having me on the show.
1: Garfield, yes, Garfield's story. It all started when Sainsbury's built their supermarket on Leal Lane. So prior to that, there had been a factory there, it was a Brownfield site, and Garthy, who was Big Ginger Tom, and Toms have wide roaming areas, he used to like walking on that field, chasing mice, butterflies, just enjoying that space. Sainsbury's built the supermarket, Garfield just kept coming he continued to visit the supermarket site as it was being built we've got some great photographs of him actually sitting on diggers with the builders and um, you know he made friends with all of the crew who were there and then when the supermarket opened he carried on coming.
0: So can you tell our listeners how Garfield aka Garfy's story all began? So when the supermarket opened Garfi kept coming shoppers would see him.
1: He was very friendly, he was actually a bit of a flirt. He liked being made a fuss of. And because of that, people would stop, stroke him. If you were shopping with your kids, they of course would want to see him, they would want to stroke him. And at the time, Sainsbury's also had a travel agent that was in the downstairs section. They had a sofa, he would sleep on the sofa, people would come in just to see Garfing. And because people were so fond of him and because they liked seeing him there not only did they stop and pet him they started buying treats for him and giving him treats garfield's vet started to get a bit concerned so david who's his owner had to put a spoke to sainsbury's and they put a sign up saying please don't feed the cat he's getting overweight <laughs> and the local media picked it up and that was how he really became a media sensation Someone set up a Facebook group for him. It's now got well over 7,000 followers, for example.
0: How did Garfield impact shoppers' lives? We've heard that he loved to sit on car bonnets while they were packing their shopping away. In terms of how he impacted people's lives, he
1: he just brightened people's day. He was very curious. He was very charismatic. He was very cheerful. And therefore, if you're going shopping, which let's face it, not the most exciting thing you're ever gonna do, He just brightened people's day a little bit and he made them Cat aware, I'm not sure that's really a word, but he did exactly that. He made people aware of cats. And one of the things that Sainsbury's do is cat, the local cat protection have a box that is there saying, you know, please make a donation for, for cats who don't have families. And as a result of that, people would buy it in a tin of cat food, even if they didn't have a cat, and they'd put it in the box. And the cat protection said it probably saved them about a thousand pounds a year in cat food alone because people were just thinking about this extended pet family that they had. And he just brightened everybody's day. And his curiosity just made people laugh. So he was often found sitting on the seat in the petrol station, watching as you filled your car up. Um, You had to be a bit careful as you left the supermarket to make sure you didn't have him in your boot, because if you left your boot open and turned away, he would hop into a boot. He had at one point, we had someone very kindly pick him up because they saw this cat, thought he was a stray, took him to the local vet. Poor old David had to go fetch. <laughs> the vet sort of phoned him up and said, we've got your cat here. And I think that happened several times that, that people would, who didn't know would pick him up and take him there. But the staff at Sainsbridge knew him really well. They were really fond of him and they were really, they were really keen to see him. People would almost sort of say, well, I'm going shopping him at this time because I think there's a good chance that we're gonna get Garfield there.
0: We read somewhere that Garfield was banned in 2016 for scratching a young girl, but this was overturned due to a public outcry. And this just shows the love the public had for Garfield, which brings me on to the fundraiser for his statue and bench which I believe has exceeded the original target. Can you tell us more about this, Kate? And were you amazed at the generosity of his fans and followers?
1: Ah, yes, 2016, yes, Garfi was indeed banned. He was in the travel agent shop. He wasn't banned from the Sainsbury's. He was in the um, the travel agent's office on the sofa and a child was petting him. And I think they were quite young and I think they were petting him just a little bit more than he really wanted and Garfi sort of batted it away, batted this, this away. And of course, cats tend to rebuff things they don't like with claws out. So yes, this, is, this child got scratched. And as a result, the travel agency said, look, he can't come in, he's banned. Um, so he wasn't allowed in, but yes, it made the local media. There was a huge outcry. People stopped coming until the travel agency was obliged to say, oh, all right, then he can come back. It wasn't an incident that was ever repeated, but yes, it very much showed just what a character he had and just how people felt. And of course, we had exactly the same reaction when sadly he was hit by a car in 2019 and didn't survive his injuries, that the, the outcry and the number of people who brought flowers, who contacted David, and just how sad they all were that we had lost him. And right from, you know, that, that day when we lost him, There was this movement and this desire that the public had for something more lasting for Garfi. And there is a permanent memorial for him actually in the supermarket, just a photograph of him, and people often still lay flowers. Um, Still in the Facebook group, people post and talk about their memories of him. We see photographs that we've not seen before. Um, So people are really, really keen to remember him because he he put a smile in their day and that desire to create something as a lasting memorial over time has morphed and the idea came let's have a statue so if you've ever been to Edinburgh for example you'll see there's a little statue little bronze of Greyfriars Bobby which is a famous dog from the Victorian era in Edinburgh and the idea to do something similar Garfi came along. So we looked at the idea of putting this memorial together. We came across Sally Dunham, who is a local artist. She lives and works in Soham, and she's known for creating animal statues. David contacted her, had a chat with her, and she's been incredibly helpful in helping us understand what we would need to do if we wanted to put up this memorial. So we have permission from the council. The statue is going to be in Pocket Park. We have just set up a website for Garfi, garfi.uk, which will allow people to um, just see progress as things happen. So we're just doing preliminary sketches at the moment. The plan is that sometime next summer, we will do the the sort of an official unveiling. The idea is that we will have a statue of Garfi and a bench beside it so you can sit and you can stroke him. Bronze is a wonderful material. If it gets enough contact, what you get is a beautiful luster to that bronze. So this is the vision that we have, that you'll be able to sit, stroke him, just have a peaceful moment in the park and remember him that way. And yes, we will be giving lots more updates. We're gonna use the website just to put on images. Sally's gonna take lots of photos as she goes through the process of designing it, sculpting it, and then getting it cast in bronze.
0: Can you tell our listeners all about the two books that are available, and who your co-writer is, and how they came about? So I first came to know Garfie back in probably the end
1: of 2018. So I live over in Bury St Edmonds. A friend of mine knew I was a writer, knew David, and knew that David had been thinking about it, how it would be nice to write a book about Garfie. He was by now a national celebrity. We'd seen him in the Daily Mail, picking out fighters for some boxing match or other, I can't remember. And people kept saying, you should write a book, you should write a book. So I was approached and put in contact with David. We met at the end of 2018 and we started to plan. And in the summer of 2019, the first of the books came out. What's that doing there? They're books that are for Children. Great for reading aloud in the evening, nice short stories. Each one of them has at least a grain of truth, some of them rather more than a grain of truth in them. So every one of them is based on Garfi's adventures. So the first book came out in July 2019, and then we went on, we wrote a second book, Vote for Garfi, which came out in uh, early 2021. It would have been sooner, but I think we all know what was going on in 2020 that that, uh, slightly changed plans. So we have those two books available already. We are, um, we're not currently planning another book because all of our focus of course is on the statue, but never say never, there are still plenty of adventures that we can explore with Garfi. So So, yeah, we're still planning both of those. You can, um, What's That Doing There is no longer in print. Vote for Garfi is still in print. We are hoping to get a reissue of um, What's That Doing There fairly soon but both are available on audio so you can get them from audible as audiobooks as well so even better for reading aloud in the evening
0: he was killed in the car park in 2019 and that must have been devastating for everyone concerned his owner set up a charity page in his honor benefiting the cats protection league it raised two thousand pound in the first two months after his death how can our listeners donate to this fundraiser kate So, of course,
1: when we lost Garfi in 2019, it was devastating. We were all heartbroken. We couldn't believe we'd lost him. I hadn't known him very long, but he really made an impact. We'd done book signings. He was such a wonderful, affectionate, charismatic chap. And, And we really we we just we couldn't believe he'd gone. It left a huge gap and David wanted to make something meaningful happen from that which is why he set up a charity page in order to raise funds for Cats
0: Protection. We raised about £2,000 from that. Ely Cathedral held a eulogy for him attended by 450 people and many pets. Can you tell our listeners a bit more about this Kate? So as part of the
1: memorial for Garfi, the uh, Cathedral, Ely Cathedral got in touch with us. They do an annual pet ceremony They asked us if we would do a eulogy for Garfi. So I wrote something. It was more, I I wanted to make it more than just about Garfi. of course we talked about him and about the impact he had and the effect that he had on people. But also we very much talked about the fact that people lose pets and it's very painful. And these animals are part of our lives. So we gave that eulogy. It is actually, you can watch that on our Facebook page, on the Garfie Facebook page, it is still there as a sort of a part of that last memorial to him.
0: We understand he had some proposals of marriage from fans in the USA. Is this correct, Kate? I don't know if he ever had proposals of marriage. I think David did. A few people
1: who wanted to marry him, I think possibly to get their hands on the cat. But people definitely came from all over the world. So where someone was already making a trip from the United States to visit the UK, they would add Ely to their plans and come specifically to see Garfi. So it wasn't, it, it wasn't so much that they wanted to marry the cat. I think they were more interested in, in David so that they could become part of that collective family. But he was very popular in Sweden. He does have an international following, which is really quite remarkable and quite, quite entertaining
0: to us. We think the books would make a perfect Christmas gift. I know some of Sutty's friends would love a copy. Just remind our listeners where they can purchase them again, Kate, and what format they're available in.
1: So I agree with you, Jenny. I think Garfi books are a fantastic Christmas present for anybody who loves cats, anybody who loves a good, fun story. As I mentioned, what's that doing there? Sadly, at the moment, is not available in print, but Vote for Garfi is still available. You can get it through any good retailer, uh, just walk into your local bookshop and ask them to order it for you. Vote for Garfi by David Willers and Kate Caruth. It's green, it's got a cat on the front um, and of course if you're in Ely you barely need to say anything, you just walk into Toppings and say tell us about the Garthy book and they know all about it and they'll help you because we actually did a book signing there and, and he walked all over the shop and explored it. You can also, of course, give audio aud- audible vouchers. So if someone wants the audio versions, you can always give audible vouchers as a gift so that they can download the book as well and get it in audio form. And in terms of merchandising and further gifts, never say never. Our focus at the moment, of course, is on the statue. But yes, there is always the possibility that other things will come. Just keep an eye on the website, that's going to be the place to to just keep an eye on things. Garfi.uk will give you any updates as and when they happen and we will will regularly update people on both the progress of the statue and as and when we manage to get other projects out there.
0: What would Garfi think to all of our famous internet felines like Morgan Squires Watson and Felix and Bolt and George the Starbridge station cat, to name but a few?
1: We're often told about other internet sensation cats, famous cats, I mean everything from a cat named Bob uh, onwards. There have always been cats that caught attention. In fact, there have always been pets that capture people's imagination. Garthy was a very laid-back sort of a fella. He, he didn't mind other cats, he wasn't competitive. He got into the occasional fight. But he wasn't the kind of cat who sort of thought, no, no, I'm the only celebrity cat that's out there. I don't want anybody else having any kind of celebrity. So I think he'd be pleased. I think he'd be delighted. We certainly are delighted that cats get all of this attention. I'm a massive cat lover. So for me, just the fact that people's awareness of cats is there, that if you're in a position where you can't have a pet of your own, then the opportunity is there for you to have one of these Collective pets that are out there, the cats that are out and affectionate, the dogs that are prepared to talk to lots of people. And I know, you know, particularly with dogs, that's extended into people who take dogs into hospitals and hospices and care homes in order to give people who can't have pets an opportunity to get more access to them. So there's lots that can be done where there are these pets, these cats that show up in public spaces and I think it's wonderful and it's been incredible to see just the impact that Garfi has had over the years on the lives that he touches um, and still continues to touch even though he's not with us now. So we have now hit our fundraising target we're very excited we have started work on the project. Sally is doing some preliminary sketches I mean she's been planning it in her head and now she's starting to put things together as uh, you know, something tangible that we can start showing people. We, we can't wait to see it. We're so excited. So we've reached our target. Anything that we find that we've got left over in term of in terms of funds, we are going to donate to charity. It will go to good causes. We're not sure exactly which causes that we will we will put that to. Some I'm sure will go to Cats protection there will be others that we will provide support to. think David's very committed to the East Anglian Air Ambulance, for example, and often makes donations for them as well. So if people still want to give, then they are in a position to do so just by continuing to give to that GoFundMe account. You can find the link on the website, or just go to, to GoFundMe and search on Garthy. But yes, so um, we will give you regular updates. We'll keep you posted on what's happening with the Garfi statue. We're hoping next summer we will be unveiling it
0: in Pocket Park. So we'll keep you posted. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, Kate, on Solid Radio. I've just got one question for our listeners. Go follow Garfield on his Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. And Jenny and Sooty, of course, thank you so much for inviting us on to
1: talk about Garfi. As you can probably tell, I could talk about it until the cows come home. Crazy cat lady and unashamedly proud of it. And it's been lovely talking to you and to everybody here today.